you know, we always say, this is why we don't have nice things. Yeah, isn't that the truth? Welcome to Cue the Mic. Welcome back, guys. Episode 28. 28. I'm, I'm coming live from, uh, not live, but I'm in Cape yeah. Coral, Florida. Yeah. yeah. Competition barbecue season's done, and it means a little time to reflect on the business for the year and work on year end and get some quiet time, even though there's not much quiet time, but that's fine. Yeah. And um, Emma's coming hot off vacation. We kind of uh, a couple hours ago. She gave actually. me one. She gave me one task. One yeah. task. You have to shoot a podcast. So it I said, even, okay. He didn't even have to edit it. I just needed the actual like video and audio, and I was gonna pull it and still make the podcast. So that's all you had to do is just hit the record button. Just had to hit the record button, and I'm like, okay, who am I gonna talk to? Well, I'm like, oh, well, that's an easy one. We gotta. You know, we got to call old Randy Twyford and say, hey, so I, so I called Randy and I said, hey, we need to do a podcast. Emma's on vacation. Oh, okay, okay, okay. You know, so we think we're going to do it on Monday, but then we get a little busy and Tuesday and, oh, boy, end of the week would be great. Maybe Thursday or Friday. And so then he ends up booking this last-minute catering, great for him, books a last-minute catering on Friday. And I'm like, well, can we try it on Saturday? And, well, we got to do it at, like, 5 in the morning because he's busy on Saturday. And finally, I just – then Emma and I, she's sitting in the hotel room in Italy on Saturday night or – yeah, that yeah. Saturday night because she's traveling all day Sunday. And we thought, well, if we could get this thing done, then she could edit it. And Yeah. But the internet was shit. And it yeah. just wasn't working, and it was like she was a I was five minute delay, and it was like this isn't going to work. We're just gonna um, yeah. we're just gonna delay this. It's not the end of the world, folks. Only three people listen anyway between <laughs> midnight and six a.m. So we had yeah. we had so many because I I posted a disclaimer uh, saying like, hey, this episode was going to be late yesterday, um, and we had so many people. Laugh at that and comment. I had one guy straight up say, "Emma has job security." And I was like, "You're right. <laughs> they can't do it without me." So anyway, I said, "You know what? Let's just knock this out first thing Monday morning." Even though Emma's got a case of the jet lag, but I, I didn't do. want to cut old Randy Twyford out. So you know what? We just bringing him in. Great to be here. Great, <laughs> Great to, be to be here. here. All the way from Jacksonville, Illinois. Out on Twyford Road, thank you. Yeah, the world headquarters. Uh huh. Just next to the <laughs> world headquarters. So. Yeah. So you think our Jack Daniels uh, episode? If you haven't watched that, go back and watch that. Make sure you watch it on YouTube. Yeah. Because uh, we we it's... got that. Randy, did you get a chance to look at that one? No, I haven't. Oh, it's what you yeah, call you got, a you shit show. Because it's a shit show. I'm sitting there at the I'm at the Jack shooting this podcast, right? Uh huh. And Johnny Trigg walks up. Oh boy! And Johnny walks up and starts saying what's on Johnny's mind in the middle of the podcast. <laughs> Absolutely. And it was just it was just I could imagine. Oh God, You've it been was, there, and you know that. him. He'll just say whatever's on his mind. And and yeah. And then Blaine Hunter shows up and tries to do the from the porta potty. Nothing wrong with you that. Know, so it's like, ugh. Uh-huh. Yeah, same porta potty it used to be. The Twyford World Headquarters down there in the holler. Yeah, years ago. That's exactly right. So anyway, we thought yeah. we'd catch up a little bit. Emma and I haven't really had a conversation. She's she's been traveling the seas. You know, she likes to do that Italy trip. She likes the overseas traveling by herself, seeing the world. Yeah, she's got that adventurous from her mom. She gets that adventurous side from her Vagabond. mom. I do. Yeah. So anyway, so how was how was Italy? Italy was good. It was good. Um, it's just such a cool place because it it everything is still pretty like authentic and historic and old. You know they they don't have like a lot of new construction over there. 
So it's just always kind of cool to be in places like that. And like people live in apartments that were built forever ago. And it's, yeah. So I always enjoy going and kind of seeing that stuff. So you've been there. She said she was going to be totally unplugged. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's been there before. She said she was going to be totally unplugged from social media. Uh-huh. And then I get up and I pull up because now I'm, you know, I was director of social media last week. I got a promotion. Right. Anyway, <laughs> I was director of social media. I was in charge of checking all the messages since Emma was going to be unplugged. And the first thing I pull up is the Instagram and here's an Instagram photo. Well, it's of her. different like, when I it's thought mine. You, I, thought you were, I thought you were going to be unplugged here. I wasn't going to post, but uh, my friend that I went to see, he's a pretty creative guy. And I was like, hey, can you take a couple of pictures of me? Thinking they'd be like basic tourist pictures. He pulled out his best work. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to post a ton. Yeah, I didn't even notice you. You were glowing. You I did were have a glowing. spray tan. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I admire you at admitting it at least. You know, a lot of people were saying that. And I was like, no, that's yeah. not real. Yeah, I'm like, not I've, never seen, I've never seen Emma in those clothes. It was like, That's it's true. like, you look, it's looked like you looked up the latest, latest, uh, what, what's the ladies, Fashion. ladies magazine of GQ? Yeah. What would that be? The, what's the ladies Vogue. equivalent Vogue. of GQ? Yeah. Vogue. <laughs> See, Randy would know that. Of course. Uh, well, I would. So, so I we just, have, uh, the... <laughs> yeah, well, I just, I just, um, well, I also, I only ever wear work clothes, but, uh. No, I I had I didn't want to look like an American too much. That's kind of my thing over there. But I do no matter what because of my mannerisms. So I didn't really didn't really help my case. But what is the biggest? Yeah, ma- what's just the big- reason to? What's the nice? biggest mannerism that gives you away as an American over there? Um, I shake everybody's hand instead really? of like normally. You know you. Yeah, well, and, like, oh, they do, the like, kiss the two thing. kisses yeah. over there and stuff. Yeah, and normally it's when you're, like, a little more comfortable with people, but I, for the most part, yeah, if I would stick out my hand, they would be like, oh. And they would be like, ciao, and I'd stick out my hand, and they'd be like, oh, sorry, nice to meet you. That was actually how it would happen. And I was like, yeah. Now, what do they call nice Americans? Oh, what do they call Americans over there? Like, down in Puerto Rico, they call them gringos. Yankees? Hey, I don't know. Oh. No. I, they, he was just calling I was just getting called an American. Okay. So, they were probably being nice to me. Yeah, probably. But, yeah. Sorry, I was, I'm, I'm trying to fix a smoker while we're doing this. Of course, Come nothing, on, nothing, nothing breaks, and so they're, Nobody's ever replaced a convection fan on an old hickory, which they have. They just don't remember. Well, like we've replaced the motor. We haven't replaced the fan. And I'm like, well, if you replace the motor, you had to replace the fan. Is that one of those deals? I, I've never one replaced one. I've been lucky enough. I haven't. Uh, I guess I just don't run mine enough. Oh, that, is that you got to climb inside to change it? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, shit. No, no, no. Oh, you don't? Okay, we're back to Italy. Let's get off of that. We'll okay. be on, this will be an old Hickory maintenance video. Okay. Okay. So Sponsored your mannerisms, they do the double kiss thing. What? Yeah. yeah. Why, hmm? We don't have any sponsors, Randy. Okay. Um, so so the double kiss thing, what's that? Is, is there any meaning to that? Or is it just a, a salutation? Is that what I think it's called? just yeah, I so don't know. Greetings and That's a big word for me. But yeah. Yeah, greetings, I think it's just know? a greeting. And my friend Thomas Lament or the guy that I was with um uh, he he said that normally most of the time people really do it when you know them well and like pretty well or they hug. I'm not a big hugger either. Oh, so okay. yeah, I was just like Hey. Oh, Sherry, Sherry'd fit right in over there, man. She'd yeah. she's a hugger. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that and I don't know the fact that they'd yeah they'd start speaking Italian and I'd look at them like I don't know I can't understand you not a me, whatever me no you just said Italian yeah me no speaky French I had a yeah I had a I had a personal translator so like they would they would say it to me and I'd look at him like what did they just say and he'd be like she's American. Wait, does that remind oh, me of my life a year ago? Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. But it was yeah. Spanish. <laughs> that is tough. What little time yeah. what little time I spent with Randy in Puerto Rico. That was that was that yeah, was tough. I mean it was struggling. I, I could see that. I know words, but a couple You're afraid not to talk really, what do you know? Like, like like vino? You you know vino and pasta? Yeah. Well pasta is pretty easy. And then ciao is hello and goodbye. Okay. And then oh, both. see both. Yeah. Yeah, it's both over there. Um, ciao. And ciao. Yeah, so it's ciao. You, normally you say ciao is hello and then ciao, ciao. If you really want to emphasize like I'm leaving, like this is a goodbye, you say it twice. Um, and then C is yes and no is no. Well, in um, C and, in, in Hispanic yeah. C? Yeah. Yep. Wow. Hey, C. Huh. And then uh, Not the only thing I ever learned. Huh? Grazie is Gra- thank you? Yep. Grazie is thank you. So, grazie. Grazie. Okay. Yep. Grazie. So I said that a lot, and that was about it. And then they were trying to teach me phrases, and I just can't pronounce them, so I'm not even going to try. I just don't yeah. know how to. Yeah, I can't what enunciate was that, properly. What was that one we learned a long time ago in like elementary school? Parlez-vous français? That's French. I don't even you know. Remember? Yeah, Do that's French. No. Parlez-vous français? Polyvu Francais? That's from no, an I'm old movie, like Disney movie, I think. A couple decades younger than you. Was it? Yeah, that's an old Disney movie. I just movie. remember it growing up. Polyvu oh. Francais? Yeah. Your neck of the woods, that was said a lot, oh. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, Emma. So, one of the, the things that I ask Emma. Oh, oh boy. Here we no. go again. Sorry. Okay. Oh, here we go. One again. at a time. Okay. Yeah. So, go ahead, so. Now. What I wanted, what I wanted to talk yeah. about was the food, because the food yeah. in her trip, the food was the most important thing to me. Right. I wanted to live her trip via the food. Sure. The wine's mm-hmm. cool too, but I, I'm like, you haven't sent me one food pick. Yeah. And finally, Sunday or Saturday night at this hotel, she starts sending me some food picks, but I'm like. I was it's all them. about, and maybe that's the way I live. I live that maybe that's the way I'm well, fat and three hundred pounds is I live through the food. Well, and I was I was eating good. Don't get me wrong. Uh, my thing was is that a lot of the times my friend it likes to cook, so I was having a lot of home cooked meals, and some of them I nice. just didn't think to document. Or yeah, it was very um, cheap, which was awesome. Thomas great. is a pro basketball player. Yes, Thomas is a pro now basketball you met, player. You met Thomas at in college Indian Hill, at Indian yep. Hills, in Indian Hills Community in College. In, yep, in my Columbus. sophomore so, and year. Then he, and, then and then he went on to play professional uni- basketball. Well, he went and played at the University of Virginia for two years. Okay. And then, um, yep, he went back over to Italy, and he's been playing professional basketball for about three. I think this is his third season. Huh. Mm-hmm. Are they good? Yeah. Yes. Ah, it was rough. It was a rough. Thank you, Tom. It was a rough. I hope you're watching, week. buddy. <laughs> no, I, he would agree. They're they're they've been just they weren't playing very well. We had a lot of conversations about it. Um, and yeah, they're just. It sounds like they're a pretty young team, so they're just trying to figure stuff out. But yeah, yeah. Uh, they didn't that. win. A, they didn't win a game. I was at. So I was like, I guess I might be bad luck. I just will, won't come again. Um, oh, so the, he played while you were over there? Yeah, I went. I got to go to two games. I haven't watched him play in a couple of years, so that was pretty nice. Huh. Um, and that was an experience in itself. That because the first game I got to go to was on a Sunday. I I landed or I made it to Italy Saturday, two a couple weeks ago, and. Um, that first game I got to go to was the Sunday I was there and it was sold out and Italians are, they like to support their teams. So, um, it was loud and they had like chants and like a, a whole th- It was just, I've never been in an environment like it. I don't even know how to describe it. Cause it was just, they got so loud at one point and they started whistling that you couldn't hear the refs whistle. Wow. Like, so it was, may- it was mayhem. Uh, yeah, it was absolute mayhem. So what do what do they have at the concession stand? Do they have I didn't like go. croissants and pasta, or do they got hot dogs I, and nachos and walking tacos? I'm not, not sure. I honestly think it's probably like croissants. They don't. 
They eat a lot better than us over there. Um, but I didn't go. I had courtside seats. I really didn't want to move. Uh, and also, I'm very American, and I didn't know where I was going, so I just sat still. But um, <laughs> just hope I she didn't it, have to pee during the game. Yeah, but considering if it's anything like so at their practice gym, they have a cafe um, for the players, and it's like ten dollar meals, and you can get multiple like meals. So I ate there for lunch almost every day I was over there. Like I'd either drop Thomas off at practice and go kill time and then come back and meet him for lunch or he'd come pick me up. And I was having pasta, some of the best pasta I probably had. And like turkey burgers and stuff out of their cafeteria. Oh. So if it was anything like that, I'm sure it was great. So but. the pasta. It's all about the pasta. The pictures she sent uh-huh. me. I'm just I love pasta. I don't really How do the how do they not weigh five hundred pounds? Well, there's apparently, I mean, for one, most of our pasta is processed differently and probably not healthy. Um, and you think theirs is all made from scratch? Yeah. Or do you think, what's the processing different? It's not all made well, from scratch. Well, yeah. it's probably more than ours are. Oh, um, I'm sure. I'm sure. And I like the way that they dry their pasta is different and the kind of flour they use is different. Like there's just little stuff, and then one thing that I was thought was inter- or that I thought was interesting is they don't cook their pasta. All the it's like we overcook our pasta. Do you know pasta's supposed to have a little bit of a crunch to it? Sure. Not like a like a loud crunch, but like yeah. Al dente. That's I, why every box says "cooked to al dente." Yeah, exactly. that's how it's supposed to be. And so it's you're much saying better that way. you're saying soft, like, but but still a crunch. Yeah, like it's. It's kind of a hard, it's a hard text, like, uh, it's hard to describe. But yeah, like, it's essentially, like, there's still a little bit of a give, but not much, you know? So, it's not so like, one of those things that if I cooked it that way like, here, my daughter would go, who didn't cook the pasta all the way? Yeah, because, like, here you can, you could take a pasta noodle and squish it all the way through. There, like, it would stop. Huh. Because it's not all the way cooked. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. Yeah. And it, I mean, I think it tastes better that way, honestly. And that's how oh. I tend to cook mine at home, just because I'm impatient. I'm like, you know what? This is edible. So I'm going to just yeah. take it off. Is, is pasta at about ever every meal? Pasta. Yeah. So they do like, so they'll have like an appetizer and then they'll have like a pasta and then they'll have an entree and an entree. Oh, okay. They eat so much food. It was insane. I was having pasta as like my first meal to a second plate a couple of days that I was over there because they just they yeah, but yeah, it's all about the pasta. So what was red sauce, cream sauce, all sauce, all sauce? Did, didn't I, matter. I feel like yeah, didn't matter. Um, I think I had a couple of different. I tried to, you know, branch out a little bit. Um, so I had, I think it's, I'm not sure if it's, I don't want to butcher it. I don't want to butcher it. But essentially it was like duck and pasta. I love duck. I had duck when I was in France a couple of years ago and I still think about it. So um, duck, was I had it just duck breast and was well, it cooked when I was like medium France. rare? No, but like- for the pasta, it was like in a stew. It was like a oh. duck stew kind of thing over the noodles. And it it was essentially like I had um, a hot beef sand, like equivalent to like what a hot beef sandwich would, or like a hot beef, sure. you know? Like pulled, like yeah. a pulled, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's essentially what it was like, but it was duck and bougier. And I had it with bougier. a, yeah, had it with hey, a fat Randy, glass Randy, of wine. Randy probably got some ducks on that pond across the street. You could... Get us up a recipe. Yeah, they're starting yeah. to they're starting to come it's, in. You know, it's cold weather, so yeah. So I got to have that in Florence at a cool little um restaurant by myself because one of the days I got to just solo travel. So I that's where I took myself out. I went and had duck pasta and an apple tart. That was so good. Too apple. Well, I guess it was more of like a 
pastry and then apple tart stuff on top of it. But hmm. yeah. And then interesting. She she did tell yeah. me one thing that was interesting that she said I said, Well, you know, we were talking or whatever, and she goes, Yeah, I'm kind of anxious to get home because I'm used to my free stuff. I'm like, yeah. what? She goes, Yeah, my free stuff. And I'm like, please explain. So tell us about free stuff, right? It's not like a whole lot, but um enough to one notice. Of the- yeah, well, one of the big things that I think is interesting is that they charge for water. And it's not like, like we just get, you know, most of the time it's not like, it's just water from like a tap, essentially. Right. But um, you, at a restaurant, you have, if you say, if they're like, exactly. hey, do you want water? They, they bring you out a jug of water, like a, in a glass jar. And oh, they really? charge you for the entire bottle. and Like yeah. a carafe. A carafe yeah. of water? Yeah. And it that, and it's however many euros. I can't think of how much off the top of my head. And normally, if when you're by yourself, you're like, fuck, I shouldn't have gotten the water. Because I'm not going to finish that. That, that, that just, cost me $4, and I'm not yeah. going to finish it. And if, yeah. I, if I do finish it, then I'm going to have to find a place to pee, and I'm not comfortable exactly. trying to figure out where to pee at. Exactly. Well, some places, you have to be... Yeah, some places you had to be a paying customer, which that's here. But the one that really surprised me was at McDonald's. I had to kill some time between um, when I got to Florence and when I could check into my Airbnb. And I just had to pee. And I spilled some coffee on my white shirt. And so I needed to fix that because I looked like a dumbass. And... um. <laughs> At least you're honest. I about just it, was, and it was in, yeah, and it was storming, and I was like, I just need to get anywhere else right now. So I went to McDonald's to go use the restroom, and the guy was like, there was a security guard, and I was like, what the fuck? Like, where am I? And he's like, do you have a receipt? And I said, no. And he said, okay, then one euro, or like a dollar, or like yeah, one euro. And I was like, what the? F-? I had to pay to use the bathroom. And I was like, this is bogus. And in Milan, I got to go to Milan for a day. My my Thomas had to use the restroom and he's like, hey, I got to buy us a bottle of water. And then you have to stand here and look like a customer so I can go use this bathroom. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, you can't just go use a bathroom? So that was one of the things that I was... And I, there are some places, I mean, here that do that. But I just don't think it was... At, it's not as common as it was over there. So well, that see, was I something that I think it's common courtesy. I didn't even here notice the that, first time. I think it's common yeah. courtesy here if you go to a restaurant or someplace or even a convenience yeah. store. Or a convenience store, right? Yeah. Convenience you need store. To pick yes. up a candy bar or a pack of gum or something to use the bathroom. Right. It's but it's not like you have to. Like some no, of those places no. I ha- like I had to. Which I you was just have to. I was really surprised by. It's just courtesy. So that would so, probably be common. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so hmm. that was one of the yeah. things. Casey's um, in charge that I found interesting. That's true. <laughs> they don't have Casey's over in Italy. <laughs> Unfortunately, do they, have, do they have convenience stores? Probably not. Um, well, gas stations, yeah. Right, but does a gas station ha- have a full menu like ours all do? No, do the gas but station, again, it, it's it's just a gas station. Yeah. And maybe a place to pick up a snack, but it's not. I mean, yeah. our gas stations here are. It's not a quick start. Restaurants and fucking. Yeah. yeah, I yeah. Mean, bakeries and. I mean, yeah, they're no. just over the board everything. Well, yeah. And. Uh, well, one of my first days, Thomas and I, and then one of his other teammates were talking, and I was like, you guys eat so many carbs. I don't know how you guys aren't so fat. And they're like, well, you know. These are healthy carbs. Like, well, they cook their, it's all better. And they also, you know, eat them in moderation. I don't feel like we do that super well. Um, But then I was also like, but he ordered a burger and it was just a, it was just a patty. And I was like, that's a burger? And he's like, yeah, just, it's just a hamburger patty. And I was like, where's the bun? Yeah. He was like, the bun? Yeah. 
And I was like, yeah, where's the bun or any of the toppings? That's not a burger. That's a patty. And he's like, no, I, he's like, I guess I didn't even think about that. Because well, we order a burger and it's like this whole extravagant thing. And that's what a burger order, is. Yeah. Well, for them, it was just a patty. And I was like, what is this? So a burger's just a patty. Yeah. And I don't know if that was just what he was translating it to where he's like, oh, yeah, this is just a burger. But yeah, it was just a patty. And I was like, that's so sad. Hmm. But also, probably why you guys don't weigh 300 pounds. I didn't see a single fat person in Italy. Not a one. Randy, guess you and I are out. Yeah, we ain't going there. Well, I mean, when I did, they were in in tourist towns. You could tell they were Americans, but... Right. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> there's there's something about whether it's are, are they working harder? Are they well, is, is I it, think, are they I not drinking soda? Harder. Are they not well, there's something to drinking that alcohol. culture. I could go to a coffee shop. I'd go order a cappuccino and there'd be a full bar behind it. Like fully stocked. I could get a gin and tonic with my coffee if I wanted. That's it, what like I that's just doing. that's just how they all are. Like I could get a bottle oh. of wine pretty much anywhere. Or a glass of wine. Anywhere I would have went. I didn't. Because my friend didn't drink very much, so. I Randy, didn't you look much, like but... you're working there. Are you working? No. No. Hey, Randy. I'm listening. You look like you're working. <laughs> no, I'm listening. I need you to focus. If you're going to be part of this podcast, you need to focus. <laughs> I'm focused. But, yeah. See, show us your hands. Show us your hands. Hand check. <laughs> we better not go oh, there. Oh, jeez. We better not. We better not go there. So, we better not go there. No hand check. No. So overall, good trip. Yeah. Exhausted. Trip. I'm sure um, you'll be sitting in your office taking a nap most of the day. No. How long were you over there? No, I came in early. I was over there for about nine days. I was in Italy for eight, actually. Um, and then itself. Here's, the, here's the part we were talking pre-Darren. Uh, mm-hmm how long your flight was home. Yeah, my flight home was almost 11 hours. Into uh, Atlanta. Is that include into, Atlanta to Des Moines too? Nope. That was just from Milan to Atlanta. Milan to Atlanta, 11 hours. Wow. Mm-hmm. See, I... Which we on were the talking... way there from Atlanta to Milan, it was like nine. <laughs> oh, yeah. And overnight, the, so you, I just you, slept. Yeah, because you, you get the thing. So was the plane comfortable? No. Oh yeah. So and we were I don't, we were I can't we were talking first about that. class like some of us. Right. That's <laughs> we were we were talking about that yesterday um yeah. with Brian and Carrie. We were talking about going somewhere and you know, because we're always traveling somewhere yeah. and they're like, Well yeah, we were talking about Italy actually and we said, mm-hmm. Yeah, we'd like to go eat the food, but but Brian says to Carrie You'd never handle the flight. And I'm like, wow, you wouldn't even know any difference. We'd be up in first class. You know, you've got your own little spot and sleep, drink, eat, yeah. whatever. You, it'd but be over like you know it. Airplane food is so good. I said what I said. But if, like, on an international flight, the food you get, the meals you get, they're so good. Like, How many would you have on the flight? Um, I get two and then a snack. Okay. Uh, so yesterday, yesterday on the way back, I had my lunch was, um, it was a pasta, like a spinach stuffed, spinach and feta stuffed pasta with like a tomato sauce and mushrooms. It was delicious. Uh, some people were getting, I just don't eat like chicken though. Cause like you could have gotten chicken. I didn't. That's a little, that's a little dry. Well, and it's a little touch and go cause you never know. I didn't want to get like food poisoning. So what if no, it was undercooked? They ain't gonna get. It isn't gonna be undercooked. I, I've heard. I guarantee stories. any food line that shit's been through the ringer. Yeah. It's been nuked Maybe. so many but times then, by microwave. Yeah. yeah, it was made four days ago and kept hot. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. So I had pasta, and then, um, uh, and then we had our second meal. Um, I had a tomato mozzarella calzone. Nothing too crazy, but. It was delicious. Uh, See, but that's that's what bugs you said both those. That's what bugs me about airline food today. 
What? And most of the time, you know, I used to fly American a lot, right? Because mm-hmm. when we had our home in Phoenix, I'd jump on first class to American and in two and a half hours, I'm there, right? And so everything was just great. Mm-hmm. Well, now we fly Allegiant. So Allegiant, you know, we're back and there's no first class. Mm-hmm. It's all cattle class, but that's fine because it's just a direct flight, only direct flight you can get. But every time I fly American, you know, you got all these choices up in first class for food, but all of them are vegan options. I'm like, what the fuck? I mean, it's like you can't oh. get anything or Things if they right offer one thing, they only make two of them. So you got to be in the middle seats. You don't yeah. want to be in the first seat or they have a system that says that um, they have a system that says on going west, they start from the front to take your order and going back or you're coming back. You start from the back. So every time you get half the menu is not available and you get stuck with some fucking shit, you know, that I'm Maybe like, what the fuck? Just because my flight was international, but I, I only get they gave everybody the same two options. Yeah. The entire flight. And I mean I mean I'm just like, did. where's where's yeah. the meat? Where's the And something? they they have a meat option. The other calzone was like a salami and something kind of I mean not like not like meat meat. And then a chicken option on both flights. I guess I had chicken the first night. I played the I played a risky little game. No, I didn't eat half of it because <laughs> that chicken a popcorn fart. No, the exactly. chicken was it's pretty good, been... but half of half of my chicken looked whack. I don't know what part of the chicken I got, but I was like, I'm not gonna eat that. Not gonna play a cat game, so <laughs> I didn't. So overall, successful trip, good food. Oh yeah. Yep. I got no, to drive a boat. Food. I learned how to yeah. learn. I learned how to drive a boat. Yeah. Um, in the middle of Lake Como, which is just surreal. Um, but yeah, overall, ten out of ten. Would do it 10 again. Ten out of ten. Ten wow. out of ten. Probably Even having do. to pay for a dollar to go to the pisser. Ten yeah. out of ten. Wow. I saved so much money having a chef friend. I didn't even care about the dollar. By the end of the trip, I was like, "Guys, you got to take my euros. I got too many left." <laughs> I'm looking outside, and I'm looking outside, and Sherry's outside with the pool boy. Uh oh. <laughs> yeah. That's not a good scenario. I can tell right now when somebody's present, the pool boy spends a lot more time on the pool than when he does when I watch him on the camera. Exactly. I imagine that's that's true. Um <laughs> uh, Okay. Yeah. So Randy. Yes. Randy. So 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 food truck season kind of Coming to an end. I winterized mine before I left Florida. Right. It Right. Well, it is and it isn't. Uh, I winterized mine, but we got hot water in there with a small cambro. But we're still, I mean, we still got a few events left coming up. And uh, it's one of those deals you eventually got to just shut it down because of the weather. Um I mean, as screwy it's as the too weather. cold. People aren't going to stand mm-hmm. it. People no. aren't going to stand in line to, well, like when it's calling... 10 degrees and windy outside to exactly. eat a food truck. But there is some, uh, where some people have some special, you know, customer appreciation and things like that. And, uh, you know, we've got a few of those still left this year. So, and if we get a warm day, yeah, we have, we'll go out and, you know, we had, uh, our our food truck guy came in. I hired him from Portland, and he was in, and and so I interviewed him on a video call just like this, and interviewed him, and you know he's he accepted the job, and I'm like, this guy, there's no way he's showing up, no <laughs> way is he driving across the country from Portland to take this job, and you know they my GM kept in touch with him, and all of a sudden you know. He showed up. I'm like, holy shit. So, and he, he's run the food cook, done a pretty good job. I had some sales weren't quite as strong um, as they have been in the past. Um, but the truck's super clean. The truck is, you know, it's been in really good shape. Overall, uh, a uh, pretty successful year. Of course, there's things why, that we why would do you always. Think, 
Why do you think your sales haven't been as strong? Well, I f- we didn't go out as much. That's that's yeah, exactly yeah. right. Okay. So I think I think the we incentive sure was because I don't you know we kind of leave it up to him to schedule the truck. I want it you know you kind of want one person just to kind of handle. It's a segment of our business, right? Sure. So we want them to handle the segment of the business, just like our Skywalk location or our chicken location or whatever. They just you want the manager to kind of handle it. Well, he didn't. He wasn't very good on the administrative side. Um, and as far as booking, had a little bit of uh, maybe a little bit of laziness to him, but the, the truck was clean, you know, and the food was good. Um, so, so there was positives because in the past we had the exact opposite, but um, so sales weren't quite as good, but it's okay. It's it's such a it's a marketing arm for us, right? So, sure. and we've talked about that in the past, Randy. It's you know, our food truck, if our food truck never went out at all, who cares, right? You know, exactly. trucks paid for and thing, you know, it's it's a small part of our business. To me, it's more marketing expense than it is anything. I if agree. I can break even on the truck all year long, if I can break even on the truck, which we do better than break even, but if I can break even on the truck, then, but I can have that truck all around the city. Marketing Smoky D's, I think it yep. it pays there. So, anyway, improvements to be made. But so he goes, he goes back home. He's going to go back home for a week or ten days. So we had one more event, one more event this past weekend to to do. So, you know, our our GM hops in the truck <laughs> and and backs into the neighbor's retaining wall. Yikes! And virtually takes out the neighbor's retaining wall. And she, I talked to her this morning. She made it sound like, cause there was a note. Uh, I'm going to come in and talk to Shuling about the retaining wall. That was the note. And I'm like, Hey, what happened to the retaining wall? And Randy's like, well, I was backing up the truck. And I'm like, rear view mirror mirrors didn't work and hit the corner. So she didn't hit. She didn't back into the wall. She got the side of the truck hung up on the wall. Right, so Yikes. then I get the pictures. Okay, my uh, Brenna, my sister-in-law, who's in charge of accounting and whatever, she sends me the pictures. We didn't, we didn't just back into the wall. We took out the wall, but we also took well, out. But we also took out. But we also took out the side of the truck too. Ooh, <laughs> that's not good. That's... You know, we always say. This is why we don't have nice things. Yeah, right? isn't that the truth? Preach. Isn't that? I mean, the truth? I mean, every every time somebody drops a a glass in the bar, we yell out to the crowd. That's why we don't have nice things. <laughs> and so, right? Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, we don't have a nice food truck anymore. Oh, we still got a nice food truck, but anyway. So, little body shop work. Yeah, food truck season. I think food truck season's officially over in in my duties as social media director of social media. Somebody wanted a food truck event for this past Friday. It was the last minute. That. Hey, we we had somebody back on. Oh, I'm sorry. Our food truck's already booked or gone or I don't know. I'm pretty sure. I just didn't want to screw with it. Yeah. yeah. I I checked our messages. You did? I was, yeah, while well, I was on vacation. Just to then make why, sure. Then why did... I just like a couple. Them. Well, I didn't have the notifications on, and the time difference is kind of absurd. Uh, but oh. like, just when I was bored one day, I just checked to make sure she you didn't were think responding I could to people. It, just like that's you and that podcast, Randy. Exactly what. I was on that's it. Ex- I check those things every like three or four well, hours. I feel like you don't have the bike night account then, because we have a message in the bike night account. What? Well, it's yeah. not bike night season, so why? And we're not doing bike night anymore the, so why the hell would i check I just, a bike night message well i don't know it's just somebody that wanted their band to play next year and they asked who to contact really yeah i have the bike night account oh yeah. hey the kind of petty band yeah what that was on october 19th that was no, before it? you left 
No, it was after I left. You got right the here. duties. Right here, Emma. Yeah, I right left. Em- October I left 19th. At, what was the time? Because I was on vacation at approximately 3 p.m. that day. Oh, okay. Well, you're covered then. Technicality. That's what I thought. It's at 1030 at night. I, I, didn't even, I didn't even think because I figured who would send a message to Mike Night. I was on there. No, you were responding. I checked. I was responding. Yeah. I just had to make somebody, sure. Somebody didn't like their burn-ins, and I said, oh, okay, I'll dress it with a kitchen. You're not getting anything free like you want. But It's free. It's true. <laughs> you didn't right? pretty much yeah, say that. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, you already posted on Facebook that the burn-in wasn't tender. So, and then you got to send me a message, too. Okay. Didn't well. they also make it a Google review? And did they? I think What do we so. get? Three-star? I'm not sure. I'd have to look. That's okay. But anyway, so food truck season, Randy, you're going to come out. Talk about talk about the food truck year. Interesting year, right? Because you yeah, were it was inter- it coming was, back from. It, it was an interesting year. Yeah, coming back from down south and um, just um, kind of getting back in the swing of things. And the other thing is, uh, just like everybody else in the restaurant business or in any business, labor is an issue. You know, I had a bunch of college kids that worked for me and during the summer and uh, things went along pretty good. And then first of August, they all went back to school or went on to get big boy jobs. And uh, then we, uh, the month of August, we were pretty well out. And then football season's kind of, we've got the practices and days off, the days they have classes. So we're only out just a few days every now and then based on not so much based on my schedule, but based on the schedule of when we can get help. And, and I've booked some stuff, uh, that w- we needed to have help, but we were, we were able to get by with not as much help as we generally do. And, uh, as Darren and I've talked, maybe we really don't need as much help as we thought we needed. We were able to do some pretty large events with just a couple people as of, I always tried to get three in there. and. Our biggest thing is we, I think, I don't think, I know, we want to try when somebody comes up and places an order, we try to get the order out as fast as possible. And which I, I believe, you know, in giving customer their product as soon as we can. But at the same time, I think people are a little more used to uh, having to wait a little bit for for something at a food truck, just because of the whole- For a food lit- truck, Right. If just mm-hmm. the whole logistics yeah. and the way things are set up in the food truck. I mean, uh, we do a pretty good job, but I think there's sometimes we do too good of a job and we've got people spoiled that they think they can come up and get an order right away. And that's when we were having three people, maybe even on big events, having four people in the truck. And now we're down to just me and one other person. And uh, our times haven't really went down that much but to me it's noticeable and i need to get over it but uh the biggest challenge is has been kind of like everybody else the uh labor and stuff so well and so right so you bring up a good point so back like when we when we used to vent okay so we started our our barbecue career out as we used to vend at barbecue contest, really. Right. And so we had some really nice ones, Mason City and whatever, that were huge vending events for us. And, you know, we never hardly had a line. But there was old Randy's old buddies over at Florida Skin and Bones, old Rooster Easy. and Lisa Easy. And, and the group, right? Um, and for you old timers that listen to this, you'll know that, but... Anyway, so the Florida Skin and Bones, they would have this huge long line. Well, then we go to the end of the night and compare, and hell, I had three times the sales because I never had a line because I was servicing people like super fast, right? Super fast. That was always, it's it's still our motto today, as fast as you can possibly get that food out because people exactly. don't have a lot of time. You know, so sometimes we would purposely create a line. So if we exactly. didn't have any customers, I'd have three or four people go stand in line just kind of stand there. I'm not going to serve you anything, but just stand in line and you start to build the line. And once you build the line, it's in people's mentality that, oh, this line is long. 
that food's got to be good. No, they're just slow as shit. No, well, their food's actually shit, and they're slow as shit. Right? Well, and so, I'd always, I'd I always think that line game is risky. No, no I had always been told that, by Emma? guys that... I said I think that line game is risky. Oh, <laughs> we'll get uh, there. I was told okay, by... Emma's time to talk. Okay. Well, he doesn't listen. <laughs> no. Emma, oh, Emma, what'd you say I about just, the line? I just feel like that line game is risky because, like, when I see a long line, or most of the time a line at all, I'm like, nah, just, I don't want to wait. Right. What were you going to say, Randy? Well, and I was told by some guys that uh, did a lot of the rib fests and stuff like that, that, you know, like out in uh, Sparks, Nevada, and, and went around and, like, up in Chicago and that, that the most valuable person on the team is the guy taking orders because he, he would know how to throttle. Oh, there's, there's no doubt. Throttle the line, you know, make it slow, make it, make a line. I know Emma, I, I kind of agree with you. You see a line. I'm like, eh, I'm not going to do that. But when you see a line, as Darren said earlier, people are like, God, the food must be good because look at all the people waiting in line. Now, the thing that, I get concerned about with us is we may, we won't have a line of people placing the orders because I can get people through pretty quick. We do sometimes when we're at an event at a location and it's 11 o'clock and they all come at once. But then what I get concerned about is the line of people picking up food. And, and I, I get nervous when I start seeing that build up, but I mean, Again, we do as well as we can, and uh, and I, I haven't had anybody complain. Have you put those, pa- have you put those pagers, Randy? Have you put those pagers no, in yet? No, no. And uh, what so we, we do, put, we you put should. That, we we put that paging, we put that paging system in, and even and you don't have to use the paging system. So it, it's just a simple, simplistic paging system. It was right, like two hundred and fifty nine right. bucks on Amazon, I think. Right. But you put in this paging system, and so if we have one person come to the truck and order something, and their order's going to be ready, but we don't use the page. We don't give them a pager. Sure, we just put it in, right? Boom, boom, boom. But if we get five or six people, and we know we're going to be a couple minutes, we'll give them the paging system. That way, they're moving out, and that way, they're not all waiting around waiting for us to yell a name. Right. We just hit. Right. We just cool. hit the pager. They come back, and so it's. It's worked out really it's well. It's nice. And, really? and for most food trucks, most food trucks, it's like if, if I go place my order and you hand me my food, I'm sitting there going, is that really made from scratch or do you got a bunch of those made up ahead of time? Exactly. You know, where we were at my favorite breakfast truck again this week up in, you know, at the Cape Coral Farmer's Market. The only reason I go every Saturday is this breakfast truck. And I mean, there's probably a five or six minute wait, but they only have one window open. That's a two window truck, but they only have one window open and the gal, she takes an order and then she works on and delivers an order. She takes another order, delivers another order. She might take two orders if it's small, but then she delivers an order. She may, and she's very good at that. Back she do it forth, all by but herself. They have the pager system too. Is she by herself? No, no. She's got two other guys. She's got two other guys cooking in oh, the truck. Oh, I see. Okay, but you know, she's got two two other guys cooking in the truck. But she does a very good job of. I mean, it was like, hey, they made this, from, and they do make stuff from scratch. Sure, right? But she may take your order and turn around and drop the you know, fried potatoes in the fryer, or she may cut up an avocado or she might put granola on top of yogurt bowl or whatever. She's constantly back and forth. She's got a, she's like the one glove bandit. She's, she's got these one glove that her left hand glove, she can do anything with her left hand touching food, you know, cause that's the biggest thing is if you're taking money, right. You can't just, you can't have gloves on to take money. You don't want to do that from a health safety standpoint. So she, she's learned to do everything with one gloved hand. Wow. Right. So she can take money with one hand and her left hand. She's doing the work with touching the food, taking the food. Pretty interesting. I'll be dang. Yeah. So same thing, but yeah, Randy and I talked a lot this summer about, he's like, I'm not sure how I'm going to do this, you know, cause he's used to having three and four people on the truck. I'm like, dude, I, I think you can do it with two. We do a lot with two and we're, 
I mean, we're slicing brisket and pork and everything to order out there and burn ends. And I'm like, I think you can keep up. It's going to create a little bit of a delay, but a little bit of delay is not a bad thing. If you go to a food truck, I think anybody in the world can expect that they're going to wait three or four minutes for their food. And you're you're delivering way before that. It proved itself right. I mean, we ended up. uh, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we we did some uh, real big events and just two of us. And, you know, you kind of get the rhythm down and, and, uh, we use the one window where they'd take the, we, I'd take the order and then they'd bring the order back and then I would expedite it out and and it worked out real good. So it was a, it was a way we were able to overcome some of the labor issues that we thought we were going to have, that we had from losing people, uh, during the summer from the summertime and that, so. But uh, the other thing we've I've noticed is uh, on some events that we've at some locations we do a lot around some medical areas, and uh, it's nice to find out pay periods. The last thing you want to do is show up, sh- have you show up at a location, and it be the end of a pay period, because nobody wants to spend the money, you know. Nobody has any money. They're waiting. But but the day they get paid, the coffers are full again. Yeah, exactly. I think that's what we live in. We live in a, especially the the younger generation, we live in a paycheck to paycheck. And Emma's smiling at me here. Yeah. Well, the other thing I found out, and I, you know, I'm a man about town, so I, I didn't know this, but we have a lot of people come to the truck and say, do you take cash? And I'm like, uh, yeah. So I feel like that's a that's a thing that is dying. It is. It is. Because yeah, well, even in Italy, my I didn't have a tap. My I don't have a tap. My debit card isn't tap, and I don't have it set up on my phone, like the tap to pay or whatever the Apple right. Pay stuff. And most of the time, if I pulled out cash, you could tell that I was pissing people off. Because I'd yeah, be like, I, and I'm I here, and they're realize. like. I didn't realize it um, until I had a guy tell me that he went to a baseball game or uh, went yeah. baseball or football game and or, was ordered a couple beer round of beers and stuff and went up to the counter and, and uh, got out money. And they're like, no, we don't, we don't take yeah. cash. It has to Principal, be credit Principal Park in Des Moines is cashless. You can't so, use cash at Principal Park in Des Moines anymore. So people are kind so of surprised. Yeah. Part of that. Well, yeah. and you and you know what's oh. why that's happened, you know, and Iowa State Fair, kind of the same yeah. way. So what happens is you get to these parks, right? And Principal Park, I'm sure, takes a twenty percent off the top. Yeah. So people, vendors out there that would take cash, they'd go one for me, one for you, and then they'd report their sales. You know, so sure. they'd say, "Hey, for the night we had five thousand in sales," and they give them their spiff. Well, really, they had 6000 in sales, but they didn't report the cash and take the 20% off the cash. Exactly. You know, so the, the, the Iowa State's Fair and the Principal Park, they're going, no, show me your POS receipt, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. when you're doing all cashless or show me your credit card transactions, you know, when you close yeah, out hi. your books for the day, now all of a sudden I get all my money, right? Yeah. So hmm. I see I why that's happening. That we, we're still big cash people. We still try and if I go to local restaurants, if I go to a chain restaurant, I'll whip out the credit card every time. I, I very rarely do that. But if I if I'm at a local restaurant, I'm uh, cash is still king. We went to we went to buy a mattress the other day down here in Florida. Sherry's back was hurting, so time for a new mattress, right? And we go, we go and you know, I mean, it's a two, $3,000 mattress and Sherry whips out cash and she's like, do you have exact change? Sherry's like, no. Well, I just soon you take credit card. And I'm like, you know, you think of it from an owner standpoint, hell yeah, he wants that cash. But the sure. employee is sitting here going, oh, I don't care if it cost him another two and a half, three percent because that's what it cost. Sure. Mm-hmm. So it, it's just interesting. And I know we'll move, we'll move into a cashless society. I know well, that'll be the that'll be the case. That's that's the convenience th- factor. Yeah. Well, and I think like Italy's thing is they're pretty big on the whole pandemic and COVID and stuff. 
And so, like, a lot of it is just to have less interaction. Like, yeah, you know, we're three years later on that. We're over that. Well, yeah, not you, you the know, entire... We... You might be, but not the rest of the world. <laughs> mm. uh, hey, Randy, you over that? I'm dead over. Are you over that? Yeah, by about... Okay, so over we got two. I'm just saying... Two. <laughs> I understand. I mean, it, but, it changed the it, the one thing it, the pandemic yeah. pandemic it it was the great reset, right? Yeah. So it changed the way we all had to do a business. It mm -hmm. made it. I think the biggest thing that it did was it took the personality and relationship out of business, right? So it agree. made it transactional. I can see it that. It made every business is transactional. And so to us, and we've always been a very transactional business because we've always been an order at the counter. You used to come up and get your own food, but now, you know, order at the, in the old days, but order at the counter and then we bring your food to you. So there's not much thing. So we constantly have to work on that interaction with employees of, hey, the customer's only going to talk to employee for about 30 seconds. Exactly. So you got to make them 30 seconds, make them feel like they're at home. Make them mm -hmm. feel like, it, you know, from a tip perspective, you know, if you go over the top or when they're walking out the door, give them the old, hey, thanks for coming in, right? That's mm -hmm. what's missing in America today because most places are, hey, get the fuck out. I need to serve somebody it's else. It's a factory. Right? It's a factory. And, yeah. That's so, put it. which is good somewhat from a business standpoint yeah. because you don't necessarily have to have a bunch of friendly people working. Mm -hmm. Right. Because <laughs> I mean, going to a McDonald's, going to, I mean, once in a while I find some real, I'm, I'll go in sometimes just to get something quick breakfast or whatever. And I'll find a, just a gem of employee. And I'm like, what are you doing working here? I agree. You know, I mean, it's just, they're probably an ax murderer or something. Got 15 <laughs> felonies, but man, yeah. they are like the best. I, I would <laughs> agree with you. <laughs> That there's mm, times it's that's like, so dramatic. You don't belong here. Yeah. Right. So so that business has changed. COVID's changed it. You know. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, food truck is Phil's food truck. I think food trucks are still on the rise. I still mm -hmm. think that popularity. We're seeing that popularity, and we're probably going to change it next year. We're probably going to change it where we're going to have another person just booking the food truck, and we're oh. just going to book the shit out of it. Well, but we're I not going to book it just to come sit on a come sit on a street corner, right? Because to me, successful food trucks, some of the most successful food trucks in Des Moines, like let's say Top Bun, mm -hmm. Top Bun's never on a street, never. Yeah. But they're busy as shit because they're always doing they private do. events. Well, yeah, so, they do. Randy, you talked about your 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 mix, yeah. right? I mean, you got a choice. Do you want to go on a street or do I want a corporate thing? You're going to take that corporate thing every single time. Oh, most definitely. And what I what we've kind of done is we've done the corporate stuff and then filled in when we when I have the help can fill in and do the uh, on the street stuff in the meantime. Right. Kind of uses filler. But yeah, I could right. see. Um, but the thing of it is, on some of these corporate events, you, you've got to really qualify what you're do what you're going to do. I mean, uh not now, of course, because we're going into winter, but back in uh, August, September, August, July and August, I would probably get two to three phone calls a week, which is pretty good for us of wanting us to do events. And, you know, you can't just say, okay, I'll take it because you may get there and, and they not have very many people. So you kind of, when you talk to somebody, you got to start asking some questions to qualify that event. Otherwise, you'd just be running your tires off going to some of these smaller things. And, and in one way, I hate doing that because you never know when a small event's going to turn into a big event eventually. But, you know, you got to pay your help. You got to pay, you got your food costs and things like that. And uh, the biggest challenge I have is qualifying some of these events of whether they'll be big enough or not. And we do a minimum, uh, right. we have a minimum right. amount of sales that the event has to do and otherwise the person arranging the event is going to have to make pony up the difference and uh probably not a real nice way to say it but i i 
you know, it kind of separates the men from the boys. You know, you always have somebody, well, we'd like to have a food truck come to our location. Okay. How many people are you going to have there? Well, we've got 20 employees. Well, I, I can't come there and do a, a food, bring the food truck there for 20 employees. But it's a busy street corner. I mean, I well, can if you want to. If you want to give me a thousand dollar minimum, well, yeah, I can do and, that. And that's right? exactly it. And and if they go, well, we really want to do something for our employees. And I go, okay, we, you know, and we'll start talking about average ticket price and things like that. And uh, say, you know, we got to come up, hit a thousand, and if not, you're, we'll have to somebody will have to do the difference. And uh, we had a weekend, uh, an event over the weekend that that's exactly what happened. Uh, but it was cause of weather. The weather turned out terrible and cold and rainy and windy. And, right. uh, and so I sent him an invoice for a thousand dollars. Yeah. That's just, a, that's just the hardest part of food trucking, right? Yeah. That mother nature, if you're outside, you're a mobile thing. You know, if it's crappy, people aren't going to come stand in the rain. Well, a guy, one of my guys asked me yesterday was out prepping and he goes, are we going to have the food truck out Tuesday? And I said, no. I said, you know, they're calling low up here. Uh, it's supposed to get down to 18 degrees on Tuesday night. And I said, people will not come out. Uh, the one thing I have noticed when we have went out in some times when it's been cold, you want to make sure you got a place for parking so people can come in and get out. And there's where I think your pager would be a big uh a big addition. You know, yeah. people could jump yeah, back go into sit, the car. Go sit yeah. in your car. They'll reach. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so I, I think that would be yeah, a good idea. Totally to agree. Use those. But overall, we had a okay. real good season with a food truck this year. So that's good. Nice. That's good. We had one too. Emma, anything else? What do we What do we got to cover? We need to We need to talk about being a little bit more structured, but that's okay. You know, it's mm -hmm. always just about talking, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Because I'm sitting here, I'm staring at a pool. I'm is probably not going to get in it because I is, gotta, I gotta meet, I gotta meet with a software company in another hour or two. But oh boy, is the pool guy oh still boy. there? I know. No, no. So Sherry's, Sherry's sitting out in the sunshine reading her book. She's just, she's just happy as a lark. Our, our house guests, Brian and Carrie, went on a. They left early this morning. They went over to Fort Lauderdale and are leaving on a Jimmy Buffett cruise for two days down to the, just cruising to the Bahamas overnight oh and stay, then staying in the Bahamas and cruising home. So they want us to go. And I'm like, uh, Jimmy Buffett, I'm out. Cruise ship, I'm out. Have fun. <laughs> take my vehicle and take my vehicle and drive over there and we'll see you on Wednesday. <laughs> So in the meantime, I'm trying to get some work done. I've, I've got to work again on a smoker. They trying to take one of the hex screws out and they strip the hex screw out. Oh, so boy. they're like, what do we do? I'm like, well, get the drill out and drill it out. And so I'm going to become maintenance supervisor here for the next hour. You just want to so. send me what to do. I'll go up there and fix it for him. Yeah. No. Well, I got my man, David on it. I think he's got it figured out, but. Oh yeah. It's like, yeah, you stripped out the screw cause you didn't get it in far enough. <laughs> Just trying to, nothing ever breaks. Nothing ever breaks when I'm when I'm home. I found that nothing. Very, and then I you go that. out of town and shit. I can't. I can't, Randy. I can't believe you've never cleaned, replaced the fan blades on those old hickories. Never had to. Um. Well, read your read your maintenance checklist, Randy. I you should be taking to. those blades out every three months. You clean them. You yeah, do. Power wash them in there. Randy, Randy, yes, I do. No, I do. you can't reach. You can't reach those with a power yes. washer. Yes, you can. It goes. No, Randy, don't call him out like that. Yeah, calling me out on that. Bullshit. Yeah, I am calling him. I know his mate. I know Randy's maintenance program. I'm just astonished. I'm just astonished that he's never had to replace a blade or a convection no. fan motor or no, whatever. I, I, I haven't. That, that just one, amazes me. And that one, well, that just says something about old Hickory Pits, too. I mean, oh, that, there's no doubt. That one pit, um, I forget, both of those pits are like in the teens. Were built, you know, they, they've got <laughs> some years on them and stuff. So, well, wow. yeah, not, and again, as you said, when you leave home, stuff breaks. Here we have talked about it. 
and probably when I go to use it uh, this week, got a break. What the hell's wrong with this thing? You know, and then realize that the convection fans out of it. So, yeah, yeah. When it starts cooking slow, the convection fan is out. Yeah, I can imagine. Super easy. Okay. Anything else? I think no, that's I enough for this week. Okay. You don't. You got. You got anything else? No, I don't. No, I don't. Okay. Well, sorry, Emma. We didn't get this done. Sorry, you got to spend your Monday back editing a podcast because Randy and I couldn't pull through. Kind of dropped the ball. But it was not my I, fault. I don't, I don't think it it's the first fault. time, and it probably won't be the last. So it's fine. Okay. I'll take care of it. Thanks okay. for joining okay. us, Randy. I take time out of your busy, busy, busy day. Busy. I'm sure. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> busy Monday. Phone's been ringing off the wall here. So glad oh, to yeah. be here. Call him. Call him in an hour, and he'll be sitting in front of the TV watching Fox News. What's that channel? I think you should go. I think you should go rile up the dogs once as we end no, this segment. No, Just I'm rile not. them up. It, it, all we'd have to do is start the feeding frenzy, and that, and it would be riled up. That's for damn sure. <laughs> it's the corgi kingdom down there, and yeah, so it's uh, loose and loosey. So that it's uh, oh it livens things up. That's for sure. <laughs> okay, until all next right. time. Wait, this is where Emma has her blurb. Okay, uh, like, subscribe, and follow us on YouTube, Instagram. Twitter, X, whatever, threads, and TikTok. Uh, we post every, we try to post every Monday on all podcast platforms and YouTube. Um, hopefully this goes out on a Monday. If not, it'll be a Tuesday. Uh, but we yeah. We have faith in you. We have faith that you're going to only make us like 12 hours late instead of. Nah, it'll be probably earlier late. than that. Yeah. Randy looks yeah. like he needs to get back to work. We're going to tell Randy he can't yeah. be on his computer during podcast. I'm not on my computer. <laughs> what are I you doing? I can see your eyes wandering. What are you doing? I'm just sitting here listening to you guys. Well, there we go. <laughs> yeah, there, okay. there came, there came okay. an email. <laughs> yeah. I mean, a, uh, email. We're out there. of here. We're All out right. of here. You cats. Hey. Yeah. Okay. Until next week. Okay. Nope. <laughs> okay. Until next week. See you guys. Okay. Bye. <laughs>